Welcome to Marriage Coach 444 No BS with Francis Paco. Over the next hour, you're going to learn what it really takes to work towards dumping average and getting the amazing marriage and life you dream of. No eggshells being walked on here. This is as authentic as it gets. Now, here is Francis. Thank you for joining Marriage Coach 444 No BS with myself, Francis Paca. Um, as I mentioned in our last episode, um, I, I discussed a little bit about myself, and I want to get moving forward to helping you achieve the marriage of your dreams. Um, as I mentioned, my wife and I have a company called A Growing Space. You can always reach us at our website at www.agrowingspace.com. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at No BS Marriage Coach, and it, you can also always call at six two three two zero two four five five three with any questions, uh, any suggestions, things to talk about in the future. Um, more than willing to do that. Um, I'm super excited to get started today on our second episode. Um, I've talked a lot about myself on the first episode and what I believe uh, were monumental moments in my life to get us, uh, to, to, to really help me propel myself to a, a different future. And um, I shared with them those monumental moments that I saw uh, that really were those aha moments. And those moments that, you know, we all, if you're paying attention in life, you really can uh, recognize those times um, that it's kind of like the universe is talking to you. It's like, hey, this is something you should pay attention to. This is something that you should apply for the rest of your life. And I had a few of those. So I have them all the time, but I had some big ones throughout my life. And I shared those with you, um, you know, in our first session. Uh, and I, I'm really excited to get started again today with our next and talk about a lot uh, what I think it takes to have the marriage of your dreams uh, and the life of your dreams. You know, it, it's you have to be uh, working on yourself and your partner has to work on themselves, on themselves. And then you work together and you can get everything you uh, that you dreamed of. And so I'll recap. I'm going to recap a little bit about the principal parts uh, of what I spoke about. So as I went through my life, um, those monumental moments that I'm talking about, I want to kind of recap them. So for anyone who's following along, um, can kind of either take notes or, or make note, at least in their mind as to these principles that I've learned along the way. You know, the first thing that I talked about, um, was that the world has good and bad. And I spoke about that as I was a little second grader, um, and, and you come to the realization in life that there's good people and there's bad people. And that's OK. That's life. And, you know, you, you, you know, you, you, you go through life, um, you know, you start off and potentially thinking everything's wonderful and everyone's wonderful. You, you finally get to the realization that that's not how the world works. There's great people and there's people that are not great. And that's OK. And, you know, I would have really learned from that. And I really encourage you to really take this in is, you know, we can look at politics on TV, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, your social media, um, everything, politics, religion, things that are going on in this country, war, everything. I mean, there's there's a lot going on. Um, and then, you know, it's easy for us to get sucked into it. 
right? It's easy for us to get sucked into, you know, you know, someone's doing something wrong. Um, those people are no good. This no good. Um, these politicians, you know, and, and get sucked into this mindset of, of different groups are not doing the right thing. Different individuals are not doing the right thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of bad people out there and we can get sucked into this mindset. It's a mindset that, you know, the world kind of sucks. And the truth of the matter is it doesn't suck. It's just filled with a lot of people. And so when it's filled with, when you have a world with 9 billion people or close to it, you're going to have good and you're going to have bad. And that's just part of the deal. And if we get sucked into the mindset that, that this negativity, um, you know, I hear it all the time from people, oh, this country's falling apart. No, no. I mean, this country's had plenty of times in the past um, where, you know, there were problems. There's also great things going on in our country. Where, I mean, there's, there's good and there's bad. That's just what happens when you have a lot of people. Um, you know, so we, we can get sucked into this negative mindset um, that things aren't the way they used to be. Uh, you know. We're, you know, people aren't as good as they used to be. But the truth of the matter is there's great people, there's bad people, and we're blessed to be where we are. And the, the truth of the matter is, is we need to embrace that and focus on our own lives. You know, that doesn't mean you can't be informed and aware of what's going on or disappointed or excited when things go right or things go wrong. But we need to get our mind on the things that matter. We have to prioritize our life to what matters. And so I look and you think about a family. So if you're in a family and you have a spouse and you love your spouse and you have children and you love your children, either one or both, whether you have children or don't, but the reality is you have a family. The reality is, is you need to focus on them. You need to focus on your partner. You need to focus on your children. You need to focus on the things that really matter in your life. Does that to say that politics don't matter, religion doesn't? Not at all. There's many things that matter. But if you are an individual who's trying to become connected and have the life that you want, you're going to have to put a priority on your family. And that's just the reality of it. So don't get caught up in the world, in the world, in terms of negativity bad energy. We need to put our energy in the right things that matter. And so if we can do that, we can start getting our minds centered around being the best individual and couple to get you to the pinnacle of, the, of where you want your life to go. And that will not happen if you have too much interference. If you're watching something and there's interference and you can barely see the show or barely hear the show and there's interference, it's going to disrupt you from actually understanding what's going on in the show. Okay, well, that works that way in life as well. If we're in a situation where our focus is to have the marriage of our dreams, be the, the best, amazing parent that we could be, and really pursue our dreams and have that opportunity to, to go for it and, and accomplish everything you want, which is, which is to be happy and connected with the people that matter then we need to make sure that we're focused on it. You know, anybody in life who's been successful is focused on the things that they really want. So, you know, you look at people, um, like think of anyone that super, has been super successful. You know, think of like a Michael Jordan. I mean, he's pretty focused on basketball. 
and, and you know, is the best to ever play. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to, right? Is if you are focused on something. So if you if if you're looking at your relationship with your partner and your family, and it doesn't feel like it's where you want it to go, then we need to make sure it's a focus. And we cannot allow the world or or the good or the bad that's in it to become a hyper-focus in our mind and get us down in a place where we don't feel good anymore. I don't know how many people I've spoke to that are just down on people, down on the way the world works, the way things are going on in the country, and it's just an endless negative loop that gets in our minds. And then you ask, like, okay, what are you guys going to do this weekend? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's almost like it just pulls them in, this negative energy, and they're not able to really focus on what really matters. I mean, they, you know, people want to have the life of that they, that they dream of, the marriage they dream of, but we, the only way to get that is to become focused, to become focused on what matters. So I, what I, I would really encourage you is, you know, is to really try and have some sort of filter in what's going on outside and know that your life and your life with your partner and your life with your children are a priority and they're the priority. And if you can get your mind understanding that, then that interference of what's going on in the world and the good people and the bad people become less intrusive to your focus on actually achieving your dream. And so that's the first principle I learned at a young age is to not, is to not allow the negativity to actually saturate your mind. And I, I really believe that that first principle that I learned at a young age, and granted, you're young, you're not really thinking about these things, but if, if, you, if, if those aha moments come, and then later in life, you can have them grow and build into something. And I, I think that, that I see that going on all the time is the interference. You know, don't let the interference get in the way. Wake up in the morning and be the best partner you can be. Be the best father, be the best mother. It's, it's really something that we have to focus on because it's very easy to get distracted and start seeing other things that are going on in the, in the world. You know, it could be, you know, the neighbor's problems. It could be your aunt's problems, your uncle's problems. Um, you know, you, you have to get yourself focused on what matters in your life. And that's the people that, that are important to you. And that's the first principle I learned at a young age and it developed as I've gotten older. And I really encourage you to make that a commitment going forward. This is about focus on the things that matter. And what matters are your partner and your children. And I believe that with all that I have. I tell people consistently that your number one priority should be your children and your partner. Your number two priority should be your children and your partner. Your number three should be your children and your partner. And your number four should be your children and your partner. And when we get to number five, then do what you want to do. At that point, you can get yourself focused on working out. You can work on your career. You can work on your hobbies. I don't care. Go for it. Um, because now you have leeway because if number five, okay, which is something different and you, and you, and you kind of mess up and it bleeds into your priority number four, 
that's okay because you have a lot of leeway there, right? So you're still number one, number two, number three is your children and your and your partner. If you think like that, then a margin of error is acceptable for you, right? Because you have your children and your and your partner as your main priority, one, two, three, and four. And I really say that to a lot of people and I really think it resonates and it really recalibrates the way your mind thinks. It's kind of like if you're saving and you... You know, you want to get a new refrigerator. Well, if you have $20,000 in the bank, it really doesn't matter that the refrigerator um, costs a little more than you thought because it's not going to be 20 grand, at least not the refrigerator that I know about. So I think that, you know, the really big key is do not let the interference get in the way and make your priority, your children, your partner, and go for the marriage and family of your dreams. And it comes down with focus. And I learned that uh, at a very young age. Um, one thing I'm going to talk about shortly is also the second principle that I learned when I was being bullied uh, is that you're going to fail and you're going to have to consistently execute. You're going to have to execute every single day. Um, in order to become successful, you need to come in and you have to look at it as a daily challenge. It's not an exciting idea that, hey, I'm going to get myself in shape. It's the New Year's. It's January. And the gyms are all packed in January. And then when you go in February, they're empty. And so the truth is, um, it's a whim, right? It's, it's, it's exciting. The concept is wonderful. Um, but really, what are, we, what are we saying? We're saying we would love to get in shape. And we're going to get in shape. And let's go for it. And then after four weeks, what are we doing? We drop off. We drop off because we're not really looking at this as a way of life, as a way to focus and get yourself in a spot where you're truly going to accomplish your dream or whatever goal it is you have. And so if your goal is to have the relationship of your dreams, the life you want, then it can't be this concept of, yeah, I really want to go after it. Let's do that. And then three, four weeks later, oh, yeah, well, we didn't do what you said. Or we didn't go out to, as on a date together. Okay? We didn't compliment each other. We're not doing the principles. So in order to truly get your accomplishment, you have to wake up every single day with the idea that I am going to execute it today. Today. And I'm going to do a great job today. And then on that boring Wednesday, it's not going to be boring. You make it a good Wednesday. You execute it. On Thursday, you execute it. On Friday, you execute it. When it's cold out and dreary, you execute it. You have to look at this from the perspective that every day I have a purpose. And it's to have the life, the marriage of my dreams. And it's going to happen with consistency. Anybody who has ever been successful is willing to fail. That is without question. If you want to be successful, get ready to fail. And I tell people all the time, if, if you're going to start making these massive changes, you're going to start seeing excellent results. But the, the truth is, these results are going to come, but you're also going to fail. So start getting ready to fail. We can't go in with the mindset that, hey, we're going to work really hard and we're going to do it. Yeah, you're going to work hard and you're going to do it, but you have to work hard knowing that failure's on its way. And if you look at failure as an opportunity, there's no question that you will change the way you think. 
Failure is part of the deal. It's coming, but we're going to get back up. We're going to get back up. We're going to get back up and we're going to fail and we're going to get back up. And that's what's going to separate the people that win from the people that lose. So we're going to take a break and we're going to get back into um, that discussion about failing and getting back up. And of course, moving on to new topics. Again, this is Francis Penka. Uh, from A Growing Space, www.agrowingspace.com. A marriage coach, 444, no BS. And we'll be back shortly. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Marriage Coach 444 No BS is a dynamic, inspirational, no-nonsense show with the objective to have the marriage of your dreams. Your host, Francis Peka, will use his life's findings on what he truly believes makes this reality. He will use old-school beliefs and move that into today's world. Together, we will embrace all of our emotions to be 100% authentic and to feel free to feel again. Emotion, kindness, vulnerability, leadership, love, resilience is where we will travel to. We will not be here to walk on eggshells. We are here to grow, share, and get strong. Marriage Coach 444 No BS, hosted by Francis Pekin. Weekly episodes available on demand on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Marriage Coach 444 No BS with Francis Pekka. We hope you are enjoying and learning from today's dynamic episode. Now back to the show with Francis. Welcome back to Marriage Coach 444, no BS. Again, we have a company called A Growing Space, www.agrowingspace.com. We're talking today about uh, different principles to have you achieve your goals and have the marriage of your dreams. And I really believe that. I I really do. I, I mean it with all my heart. You know, when I speak, I know I speak firmly. Um, I speak firmly because I truly truly believe with all my heart that this is the answer um, or at least an answer for many people to truly get the marriage of your dreams you know i don't know how many times um when i'm in sessions i find myself tearing up a little i mean i don't know if people see it just a little watery um i just feel it i just feel so passionate about you know combining that focus drive um commitment um to getting the goal uh, of your dream, but then also doing it with such purpose and caring and warmth and love. And I feel like when you blend it to that warmth and caring, uh, along with, uh, along with a, a focused drive to get your goal, uh, I think you can just change the world. I feel like you could change your life. It can change just so much. It's just, 
I think it's incredible. Um, you know, we were talking about failing. And, you know, that whole concept of failing, um, we learned at a pretty young age that failure doesn't feel good, right? Um, you know, I, you, you think about any time, you know, you fail a test or you, you fail anything in life, how, how much that stings. I'll never forget when I was in, in, um, in grade school. And uh, I didn't study for a test, and I was worried about it a little bit, I guess. And um, the teacher was was saying all the grades, everyone's grade, you know, 95, 82, 78. And um, you had to kind of know what order you were. And then there was a 42 in there. And I said, who got the 42? And the teacher looked at me and said, you did. And I'll never forget that. You know, I'm 51 years old, and I think back when I was <laughs> in grade school, and I still remember how humiliating and embarrassing that was. But it also was because I didn't put the work in. So if you don't put the work in, that's what you get. But the whole concept of failing is just, it's not fun. Um, and so I feel like what happens is as we get, go through life, we're, we're afraid to fail. We become so afraid to fail that we don't go for anything. Um, it's like easier to just stay in a spot where you're, you know, you feel that you won't fail, but are you really going to succeed? So we really have to embrace the mindset of, of really, uh, embracing failure. And it's not that you're embracing failure with the idea that, yeah, I, I can't wait to fail. You know, this is what my life's going to look like. It's about embracing the concept that failure comes with the territory. And if you're willing to fail, and embrace failure as an opportunity to learn that it's not so humiliating anymore. You know, it's not so shameful when you're okay to fail. And I don't mean okay to fail as in you're not going to go for your dreams and go get it. It's the opposite. It's that along the process, failure will happen. I'm not going to be, you'll get a little embarrassed, you're human, but you're going to go in with the mindset that, you know what? You know what? Yeah, failure's coming. I'm going to fall. And that's all right. I'm going to get back up. And I'm going to get back up again. And I'm going to get back up again. And I'm going to fail again. And I might fail more than anyone else. But the difference is, if I'm going to fail and fail and fail even more than the most people, I will ultimately become super successful because the willingness is there to get back up. And that's the key, is to get back up. I remember when my daughter, I was teaching her how to ride a bike. And she didn't, she said, I don't, I hate this bike. I don't want the bike because she kept falling. And, and, and I remember, I'll never forget. You just keep, you know how it is when you're on a bike, you fall every second in the beginning because you have no idea how to do it. And then I remember she got to the point where it was like eight seconds or so. She was wobbling and she was able to do it and then fell. And she was so frustrated that she fell. But then I know there's that moment where you know that you kind of are on to something. It's that, well, I think, I think it kind of, got a little bit somewhere here and then within the shortest period of time another i don't know 20 minutes 30 minutes she's flying all over the place loving her bike and you know that was just a little quick snip there but the truth is that you know yeah she could quit and just say i'm i hate it i'm not doing it I'm like no you do love it and we're gonna keep doing it you're gonna enjoy it and then within a short period of time it's like having family bike bike rides and it's because of she was able to just keep going through it. And that's, a, that's another process, you know, that we must get to the idea of that, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Failure is going to happen, but we have to absolutely continue 
to be consistent daily and go for it. And that is the second principle I learned when I was being bullied, that there was no way I was going to be able to get to a place where I was a stick man, a little skinny stick man being bullied into somebody who can hold their own and not be bullied, be confident and strong, and that it was going to take time. And what I always tell people um, is to break problems in parts. And I think this is why a lot of people, they're afraid of failure. That's a big piece of it, being afraid of failure. And you have to embrace failure, just like I mentioned. But there's another piece also, I believe, which is you have to break a problem down in parts. You know, I do this also when helping with homework um, or anything in life. Break the problem down. You look at a big math problem, right? And it's like, oh, my goodness, this is going to take forever to get this. I don't know. I can never do that. And it's like, well, what's step one? Step one's not that bad. Okay, we got step one down. Move on to step two. Okay, use step one's answer. Let's go to step two. Then you have another answer. Let's go to three and let's go to four. Next thing you know, you have this complicated math problem that you thought you never could achieve. There's no way you could get that right. And now you're realizing, well, I can do this hard math. I can't believe it. At one point, you looked at it as a task that is impossible. And now you're able to do this consistently because you're breaking a problem down in parts. You have to be willing to fail and practice until you get it right. And you have to have the mindset that you're going to break a problem down in parts. And that works the same way in marriages. The same exact way in marriages. Is if you have a marriage that's not working the way you want it to work, we're talking about specific principles, different ways to go about your marriage, to go about your life. It's not a one quick answer to fix it. Like, hey, if I just do this, it's done. No, it's there's parts. Break this down. Okay. Are you embracing failure? Because if you're going to make these changes, are you embracing failure? Are you going to be consistent every single day? Are you going to get allow the noise of the outside world to get in the way. See, these are parts. We're breaking this problem down in parts. So if you start doing these things one piece at a time, you're now going to get to a place where you're going to make major progress. And so that progress will come. So it's like, okay, I want to now have a marriage that's going to be incredible, but maybe it's not there right now for that person. So, okay. All right. Are we going to do these parts? Are we going to actually stop allowing the noise? Because we all have noise, right? Noise is always out there, right? Somebody, your boss could be bothering you, the outside world. Like I said, good people, bad people, politics, religion. We could go on forever, okay? But the truth of the matter is, is we have to get rid of the noise. If we get rid of the noise, that's one little piece of the puzzle of breaking this problem down, okay? Are you going to execute every single day? So, okay, I'm focused on being the best partner every day, not just on the weekend, not just here and there, not when things are gone right, not when money's gone right, not when I feel good, but am I going to be consistent? That's another part. So you're breaking this problem down, right? Okay, so as we go through different steps throughout the year, um, you just keep adding this to your arsenal to get to a place where if you're consistently doing these things and adding them, and you're focused, then you're going to actually be able to start seeing massive progress, massive progress. You know, and another thing I I learned along the way is I believe that you have to put a date on things. Now, I don't think you have to do it all the time. 
And I don't ha- think you have to do it necessarily with a relationship in the beginning. Um, but I do believe that if you're doing all the things consistently every day, you're going to ultimately get your dream. But if you're finding yourself getting stuck where you're like, well, I think I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and you're not really focused on it, then you might want to put a date on it. Um, you want to say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to get all this accomplished within X amount of time. You know, we're going to do a, a trip together by the summer. You know, I'm going to make sure that every day um, I, I, I am giving compliments. Uh, whatever it is you're doing, you want to start putting times, times down so that you're executing. You know, I always tell my, you know, people that, you know, just do all these things every single day and don't worry about when the result comes. Um, and I still believe that. But you can put a date on the, the tasks. So, for example, I didn't put a date on when I would be strong enough to not be bullied. I didn't put a date on it. And I wouldn't encourage you to put a date on it. Um, but I did say that I'm going to lift five additional pounds after I did five workouts at a particular weight every other day. So every 10 days, I am committed to going up five pounds. There were times I failed, and I couldn't go up five pounds. So then I said, okay, it's going to have to be six this time. But I'm on target to having a date in my mind as to what I'm going to do. You'll fail. You have to get back up, and it may make that timeline change. But you are focused on actually accomplishing things with your own deadlines, uh, I think that really is helpful. And then uh, rec- recognizing that the actual end result is going to come when it comes. So I've really learned that, um, which has been a, uh, a great uh, help for me. It keeps me focused, keeps me going, keeps me doing the right things. If I don't do that, um, it's very easy to slip. And then you get into bad habits and then you're like, hey, it was going great for two, three months and whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And then you've, you, your mindset gets go gets off due, due to these other uh, factors that I talk about, noise, things in the way. And next thing you know, you're back doing things the wrong way. So you have to maintain um, that level of focus. And I believe putting a date on it is very helpful. Um, another thing I want to talk about that I have really, really uh, uh, learned and believe, and I tell this to everyone, and when they do it, I see a major major change is I call it absolute terms. And what do I mean by absolute terms? When you make a statement that is good as gold, it is, it is a fact. So I am going to have the marriage of my dreams with X person, this person that you, that you love, your partner, your husband, your wife, okay, your partner, I am going to have it. Period. It's going to happen. Or, you know, I'm going to be the best dad in the world. I am going to be the best person that I can be. Um, or if it's your career, you know, I am going to be able to be unbelievable in this profession and I will be able to hit this goal. Maybe you have a financial goal or a certain goal in mind. You have to proclaim it. You know, when I, I for years couldn't move across country until I said, I am moving by the end of 2005, period. It was just belligerence. I'm going to do it. And I really encourage you to take on the mindset of absolute terms. Go in with the idea that I'm going to do this, period. Whatever it is, 
I'm going to have the career that I want. I'm going to have the position that I want within that company. If not, I'm going to do this instead, which is going to be, you know, the same position in another company. If they're not going to, whatever it is, but you have a goal, you have to go get it. And you have to go in with the mindset of starting to communicate facts. Like it's happening. It's absolutely happening. It's, there's nothing going to, there's going to be things that get in the way, but we're going to make it happen. And once I start hearing people talk like that, it changes. Everything starts changing. Then people tell me, no, I am going to get a job within three months, or I'm going to do this 100% is going to happen. I am going to be complimenting my wife consistently every, you know, X amount of times a week, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to accomplish this goal. I am going to get in shape. I'm going to start my own business. It needs to be said as a fact. You know, one of the things I, I've learned is once you start negotiating with, yeah, good, there's a good chance that, um, very good chance I'm, I'm going to be able to be successful in this business. You're not going to be successful in this business. I, I believe that once, whatever it is you want, in life, you have to flat out say it's happening. Okay, so if you want to have the, the marriage of your dreams, you have to say, we're going to have it. We're going to have the dream. You want to own a business, you have to say, I own the business. We're going to make it happen. It's going to be incredible. If you want to you know, do anything in life, you have to come out as it's a fact. It is extremely, extremely important to proclaim things as facts. And I'll tell you, it's a scary thing to do. And it's, it's funny. It sounds so simple, right? Oh yeah, sure. I can do that. Come out there and say absolute terms. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. But you know, it's almost like it's scary though, because once you go out publicly and just say it, you know, to yourself, to others, and you're just flat out making it a fact, you now have the obligation to get it right. Cause you're coming out there saying it's a fact. So now that puts the pressure on you to truly go after your dream, your what you proclaimed you're going to get. You have to go get it now because you're coming out there and putting that on the line. And that's a good thing to have that on the line. So, you know, it's very easy to negotiate as to, yeah, there's a good chance. Well, I don't see why not. All those words. But they're noise. you got to get in there and say, I'm going to do it. And I highly encourage whatever it is you want in life, your marriage, uh, you go get it. Go after it and proclaim it as fact and do not negotiate. When we get back, we're going to talk more uh, about different principles that I've learned that I know can help so many people accomplish their goals and their dreams. Again, this is Marriage Coach 444. No BS. I'm Francis Peka, and we'll be back soon. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Marriage Coach 444 No BS with Francis Pekka. We hope you are enjoying and learning from today's dynamic episode. Now back to the show with Francis. Welcome back to Marriage Coach 444 No BS with myself, Francis Pekka. Again, we own a company, A Growing Space, www.agrowingspace.com. And we are back, and I want to talk to you today a little bit more about um, about the absolute terms. Um, make it a commitment. Make it a full commitment to state that you're going to accomplish what you're going to accomplish. And... Um, I have seen so many people that when they flat out say, I'm doing this, they do it. But when they negotiate, they don't. And so I really, really encourage you. <laughs> I shouldn't even say encourage, right? Just let's do it. <laughs> um, to, to flat out make the commitment to go get it. It, it is something that is, seems so simple. Um, but what I've learned in my life that a lot of the things that just seem so simple is the gold. You know, it's like we're always looking for these exciting new ways to do something, right? Oh, it's like we're all trying to become geniuses on a topic, right? It's like, how do you lose weight? Or how do you gain muscles? Or how do you have this? How do you have that? How do you achieve all these different things? And the truth is, um, you, you, you have to, to go for it. Right. You have to you have to go for it and and you have to make sure it's 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 in your DNA to go for it. And so that is really uh, an important thing for us to truly uh, to really to really focus on. Um, But one thing I want to talk about today also is the one central route that I believe that you have to do, and that's to care. And that is to care. I believe that caring is the key. I feel it is the, it's like splitting the atom um, is to truly, truly care. You know, I feel that we learn at a very young age um, the power that we perceive of not caring. Um, it's kind of like, you know, you're young, maybe you're in high school and, you know, you, you know, you, you care and you're in a little relationship, maybe you're 12th grade, you get a you know, girlfriend or boyfriend and, and, uh, you know, things are good. And then all of a sudden it's like this little idea that, um, if I, if I kind of act indifferent, it's kind of gives me power, right? It's kind of like, well, Hey, do you want to go out this weekend? Well, maybe for the first three months and four or five months, it's, it's all exciting. Sure. I can't wait. But then somewhere along the line, it's like we learn that there's some power in indifference. 
Like, yeah, sure, we can go out. It almost gives you the upper hand, right? Like the idea that, hey, I, um, I'm not as into it as you. And it almost make, gives you like this power that if you don't care or you act indifferent to things, that you're the one in control, that you're the one that actually has the power. But the truth of the matter is, it's destructive. It's the, it is, it is the worst thing you ever, I believe, can do is be indifferent. Indifference does not give you power. It is just beginning the process to have a relationship that is flat, non-connective, and flat out to me, depressing. How are you going to actually have the marriage of your dreams if we're using indifference as power? And I believe we learn that at a very young age. I believe we learn it at a young age that if you act like you don't care about something, it protects yourself, right? If I don't care, I can't get hurt, right? It's like, hey, you know, hey, if we break up, we break up. What are you going to do? It is what it is. Well, it is what it is. If you love that person, it is what you don't want, right? It's something you don't want. And so if you really want to go for your dreams, there's no way I can see how you would accomplish that through indifference. And I believe that we think that there's some sort of power uh, we're protecting ourselves for sure in this indifference, but there's just no way you're going to accomplish your dreams. There's just no way you're going to accomplish your dreams through not caring. And so I believe one of the biggest things you ever can do is care, is care. Show your children you care. Show your spouse you care. On a Thursday night, when you're on your phone and you look indifferent, put the phone down and show you care. They matter. Indifference is like, I feel like, in my mind, it feels like a drug. It's like this drug of indifference to, to protect yourself, make yourself feel safe, make yourself have some power. And I believe it's the, it is literally the, uh, the worst thing you can do. It's the worst thing you can do. Uh, you don't gain power by acting as if you don't care. You're not cool because you don't care. Okay? You're not going to achieve your dream marriage by acting like you don't care. How are you going to feel good in general if you don't care? Like, have, think about this, right? How are you going to go through life indifferent and that's going to make you come up waking up in the morning excited? Like, hey, you know what? How's your day? Well, I don't care. Oh, but I'm so excited that I don't care. It does. I, I, I've never seen it. And if someone's, uh, you know, feels differently, maybe it's maybe it's out there. But I never see it. I never see it that somebody is indifferent about something and it's the time of their life. You know, hey, are you excited about that trip you guys are going on? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, that's going to be the, the the trip of your dreams. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. You know, anything. Are oh, you going to go to work today? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna go for that promotion? Yeah, I think I'm, I might put my, uh, I might put my uh, shot in there. I don't know. Well, yeah, I think so. Probably not getting a job. Like, you're not going to feel good in life with indifference. It may, you may, may feel that it's protecting you, but is it really protecting you? What is it doing for you by not caring? Okay, what it's basically doing is sending out to the universe that, you know what? I don't care. So I don't really deserve it, and I'm probably not going to get it. So I, therefore, I don't get to be successful. 
Okay, so I don't, I, you, you know, caring matters. And uh, I do not see how you would feel good about not caring. Self-esteem. I, I do not know how you could go through life or your marriage, your relationship with your children, uh, your career, any goals that you have in life. Um, and if you don't care, or at least you start, even if you do care and you perceive and you come off like you don't care, it's like your little protective mechanism. Um, how is that going to make you feel good about yourself? Like, I don't know how you in any way by acting indifferent or that you don't care that you are going to feel good. The self-esteem is going to be high. I feel great about myself. I don't really care if I, if anything goes well, I don't really care about my relationship. I don't really care about our trips. I don't really care about working out. I don't really care about anything, but I feel great about myself. I don't see it. So the whole idea of not caring. Nah, I'm not feeling it. And I don't believe it works. Um, I don't believe it works for self-esteem in any way. I don't believe anyone is really accomplished great things from not caring. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but tell me somebody who has achieved greatness in anything they've wanted by not caring. Okay, anyone in this world. I don't care. Great presidents, uh, great sports players, um, anyone in life. Doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, if you're great at what you do, it's probably because you care. I mean, you know, some of them could say, well, no, this person doesn't care and they just have this talent. Uh, maybe, but uh, I can only imagine how great they'd be if they cared. So, you know, generally speaking, uh, you want to achieve things in life and you want to accomplish great things. And I mean, your marriage of your dreams is one of those things you want to accomplish or the thing you want to accomplish, then you need to care. Um, I don't know anyone who's had a great connected relationship from being indifferent. And then I always believe, what does it teach your children about life and relationships if you come off that you don't care? If your children are watching you and they see you seem so indifferent towards your partner, think about what that must be like to be a child who really, really uh, is, is, is young and happy about their, their family. And then all of a sudden they start seeing indifference. Oh, dad's always on his phone. Oh, mom's always on his phone. Or they don't really talk to each other. They seem like they don't get excited about hanging out anymore. Oh, the, we're going on that trip. They used to get so excited. They, they don't seem like it's like that big a deal anymore. Like, I guess we'll go. I mean, think about what that teaches your children to have no passion, to be indifferent. I mean, I, you know, I'm not an expert on this particular topic, but I can't imagine how that would be good for your, for your, um, for your mind. I can't imagine how that would be good for your mind. I, I, to me, it, it would be extremely depressing to to be around, um, to be young, and then looking at adults and your people that you look up to, your parents, and they just don't really care. What's it? What's it really matter? Yeah, I, 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 I will tell you, I, I don't think that there's any value in that, um, and and in excitement. Right. People want excitement. And that's another thing. Right. We want excitement in our lives. Right. Right. People want their with their partner. They want great intimacy, great sex. They want to have, you know, great vacations. They want to laugh together. Right. They want to have dreams together. Right. They want to feel connected. They want to feel heard. They want to feel all this excitement and goodness and connection in life. How would that ever happen from being indifferent? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, you know, in a world where a lot of people don't seem to be connected and uh, and really have a cause, um, I, my, my recommendation is you start putting the work in 
to care. Put the energy in, and you'll start seeing the results uh, that that you're going to have. Um, one thing, uh, last thing I, I would like to talk about um, is what I call the triangle theory. Uh, and I'll get into the cost-benefit analysis uh, next at our next episode, but I want to talk about the what I call is my little triangle theory. And really the way I look at it is this. If you think about a triangle, right, like a pyramid, where's the greatest area at the bottom, right? So at the bottom of the triangle, you have the greatest area. And as you move up the triangle, the area gets smaller, right? Because it's coming to a point, right? So once you get to the top, I mean, you have the, t- the smallest amount of area, okay? And so think, think of it like this. If you're on the bottom of the triangle and there's a lot of area, think of that as people. Think of that as human beings. If you're at the bottom of the triangle and you're Joe Average and you're married to Jane Average, well, let's say Joe Average cheats, doing drugs, doesn't really care, doesn't really work on consistency every day, so they're not reliable, okay? They're not put, making any proclamations about they're going to get there and be focused to get there. They're not willing to fail. The things that we're talking about, we're not doing any of that, right? And then let's, let's throw some, some poor ethics in there, right? So they're not loyal. They're, 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 maybe there's infidelity, um, indifference, everything, right? So you've got Joe Average married to Jane Average. What do you think is going to happen if they break up? How hard is it to replace Joe and Jane average if either one of them broke up with another person. It's easy, right? If you're mediocre, it's easy to find mediocre, right? It, 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 think about it. If you're just an average, you're, you're not doing things to, in any special way, then what do you think is going to happen when you break up? You're going you're to move on to somebody else? It's the same deal, right? You're not moving, elevating your life. They're not elevating their life. So it's easy to replace. But when you move up the charts, right, you start caring, you start being consistent, you know, you're focused every day, you put, you, you put an emphasis on your life, um, you, you proclaim, you have absolute terms, um, like I said, you care, you're willing to fail, and you're moving up the ladder, you're moving up to good, then you're moving up to great, then you get to the top of the triangle, and you're a special person, right? Now you've, you've done all the work that a lot of people aren't willing to do. So you're moving yourself up the ranks in life to a whole nother level. So what I, always, I tell a lot of people is when they think, well, well, we're not really, we're not really working together anymore. We're growing apart. It's not as exciting as it used to be. We don't feel connected. Intimacy's not good anymore. All this stuff, right? A family doesn't feel good. And I say, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, you love that person. Oh, absolutely. They love each other. Okay, people love each other. And he said, but is it really about finding someone new? And most of the time, I find it's not. It's nothing to do with finding someone new. It's not that they grew apart. It's that they're not willing to do the work. So what I say is that if you take two people that truly do love each other and they want to have the marriage of their dreams, and they start doing all the principles in life to grow as a human being, and they move up that triangle as a couple, then they're going to find that there are two people that are very special and unique together. And now 
replacing each other is not going to be easy. You're not going to be able to find someone who's willing to work that hard and move up the ladder. And your partner's done the same thing to move up that ladder. And now there's no way you're going to want to, you would want to end that relationship because replacing it would be absolutely extremely difficult to do. So I look at life from a triangle theory perspective that if you move up the ladder and you do that with your partner, you become an irreplaceable partnership, um, something that is extremely special. Um, and I had someone tell me as well is like, don't forget to add the point is that it's attractive as well. And that is so true. If you're moving up the ladder in life, it's recognized that you're growing, you're becoming a better person, you're doing all the things to be a better partner. It becomes much more attractive. And so I really believe to, uh, to embrace that whole mindset. I really, mindset, I really do. Um, thank you so much today for joining me at Marriage Coach 444, No BS. Again, I'm Francis Peka. I love what I do. I love to help people. I love the whole concept of going for your dreams and then making it actually happen with these principles and any other principles that you may have. But thank you again. Again, we own a company, my wife and I, my soulmate and I, a growing space. That's www.agrowingspace.com. Um, you can email at coaching at a growing space.com or even call us 623-202-4553. We will be speaking much more in our future episodes on all the paths we can take and principles to have the marriage of your dreams. Thank you. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to Marriage Coach 444 No BS with Francis Pekka. We hope today's episode has been inspiring to help you work toward achieving your dream life. Let change begin now. Until we talk again, have a wonderful No BS week.